another episode of the Turkey Cast. I'm John Halfley. To the left of me, we have Ryan Short and Daniel Basaki. I'm Scott. Hi. And we are members of a group, an elite group, uh, Turkey Productions. Uh, we create YouTube videos. We had a, our first season last year of Turkey Productions Presents, which is just you know a bunch of just random skits uh, with no no real connection. And uh, we, I consider it, it was pretty, you know, it turned out pretty good. I was very satisfied, and we're coming back uh, with season number two, which has been officially announced for May 29th to be released. Uh, you can check them out at youtube.com slash turkey, T-U-R-K-E-H, productions. And, uh, you know, check them out. This podcast, though, you know, we decided to create this podcast as a way for us to, you know, as a way for us to um, not only talk about our videos, though, but to talk about some of the things, you know, that we love in the movie and video game realm. And, and I'm sure we'll have conversations about other things along the way. Uh, you know, so this is more of just a way for us to just kind of have a good conversation. You know, we usually have, I'd say, pretty good conversations about video games and movies and, and, and just in general. And so, um, you know, this is a way for us to share this conversation with you and also... You know, hopefully you guys enjoy this and you guys continue to uh, listen in the, you know, listen in the future and, and eventually join in on the conversation. So, you know, we're going to jump right into it. Uh, you know, well, let's talk about our first trailer that just released. I briefly mentioned it. It's it's the first trailer. Or no, it's the second one. We had the teaser, um, which is Akka the Prometheus teaser, Prometheus style of the Turkey Productions Presents Season 2. Uh, so we had the trailer. So the trailer rele was released. What do, what do you guys think of it? We got some positive comments on it on YouTube, I think. Uh, we got a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of uh, hard. A lot of people saying that they're rock hard. Mainly just two. <laughs> you know, I, I'm good with that. What do you guys think? It was a good trailer. I really, I liked it. I really enjoyed it, considering like what it toppies. Not I really enjoyed the copies, ending scene with but. Ryan. Skateboarding. <laughs> it's very deceptive, by the way. It's not deceptive at all. It shows exactly the quality that we are going to be delivering in season two. Yeah. So that trailer, I'm not going to say that what it's. I mean, you should figure it out. If you see it, you should know what it is. But I'm not going to say what it is because I'm going to be revealing that here, probably sometime, oh, and probably tomorrow. Um, I'll be uploading the comparison of it. You are going to upload that. I am going to upload the comparison. Nice. Uh, I was kind of hoping you would. That'll probably... I, I haven't decided yet. Um, you guys are listening to this on Thursday, so it's already up. It should already be up. Uh, it might be It might be on our YouTube channel, but it might also be on our Facebook channel, so make sure to go and like us. Uh, you know, we're, we're under Turkey Productions, T-U-R-K-E-H again, uh, Productions. Um, and so, yeah, make sure to like us there, because I, I don't know for sure. I might just upload it to the Facebook and give it as a special treat to our Facebook People who like our Facebook channel. But I haven't decided yet. Yeah, that's going to be uploaded soon. But yeah, I was very I was very happy with the way the trailer turned out. Um, I edited it. And it came out really good. And, and I, yeah, it, it was something that I just kind of started as an experiment. And then ended up turning into being something that's, you know, I was like, oh, this could work as a fun trailer. And this, I've had this thing edited for at least two, well, I mean, it was Christmas. Because another member who's regular, regularly in our videos, Kyle Thomas... Uh, he was in town. I mean, he lives in all the way in Oregon, um, and he was in town where we where we live in Central Illinois. And, and he was and so he was here, and he saw it, you know, way back then. And, and for the most part, it 
hadn't changed really much. No, not uh, really. You, know, you I mean, changed a couple scenes, but that's about it. Yeah, there was a couple tweaks, but for the most part it was the same. And I, ju I was just so anxiously waiting to release that because I just wanted to see what people thought. I almost thought it would never get released uh, It was the public. It, it was just a matter of time when it got released. But, yeah, I'm really, I'm really glad with the way that turned out. Um, I think it's a fun thing. It kind of shows, you know, I, it doesn't match up. Quality-wise, I think, it, you know, it's, it's, it's good, but uh, it matches up to what we do. It's pretty good. But um, I do think that it kind of matches our humor. Yes. In a, in a way. <laughs> I, I think that the trailer matches our humor as to what... Like, if you understand that trailer and, and you know, I mean, because I think, I, I think you'd kind of understand our humor as to what, kind of what to expect in Turkey Productions a little bit. Uh, am, I, am I fair saying that? Yeah. The trailer's out. Make sure you guys check it out. It's on our YouTube and our Facebook page, both places. Make sure you check that trailer out. We also have the teaser up, uh, the Prometheus-style teaser. Obviously, you can tell what that riffs off of. Uh, not as much as this other one, though. So, um, we're going to move now into the realm of uh, movies. Has anybody seen any good movies, rented them at a family video or Redbox or Netflix. seen them in the theater or Netflix or, you know, any good movies or TV shows you guys want to talk about? I saw uh, Silver Linings Playbook last week. What'd you think of it? I regretted it. It was, it was okay. It was Jennifer Lawrence about it. She was. Okay, well, that's a given. Yeah, I really liked Silver Linings Playbook. I thought it was a very, it really showed Bradley Cooper's I mean, Jennifer Lawrence especially, but they, they really I mean, did a good yeah, job. She won, it. you know. She won the Academy Award, yeah, and it was well-deserved. I mean, she is terrific. You should really see that. Ryan, Ryan here is I, a, I really want to see it. Pretty I really, soon she's going to have a restraining order out against her. Yeah, I was about Ryan. to say. First <laughs> 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 Emma Watson, now Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> this is in reference to an old series. Uh, it is up on YouTube. Not going to give the name out because I'll give it out. It's Ready, Set, Reviews. You guys can check it out. It was out. our first attempt at doing anything on the internet as a group. Yeah, it was, it was a good, it was a decent attempt, I thought. But, yeah, uh, yeah, you should watch it, Ryan being a Jennifer Lawrence fan. And not only that, it's a great movie. Really Speaking of it. Jennifer Lawrence, they just uh, released a, a new poster for Catching Fire. I saw that. Really? Yeah. Did you clean your jeans? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no comment. <laughs> that comes out this uh, November, doesn't it? Yeah. Does. That's really well. The last one came out last last March. last March. Yeah, about a year and a half. What day? The twenty? No, the twelfth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the twelfth. Right here is the source of all Harry Potter and Hunger Games, Hunger Games information. Um, yeah, that the new Hunger Games looks really interesting. I think. It, 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 the second one was my favorite book out of all. It was okay. Really? And shut up, you don't know. Interesting story. My dad, <laughs> the book. My dad went to go see it with my mom, and he absolutely hated Hunger, Hunger Games. Really? He thought it was more annoying than Twilight. Really? See, I never really? saw Twilight, so I can't answer that. Did you see Twilight, Scott? I saw the first one. I, I, saw, the, I saw the first one, and it's horrible. Would you say it's more annoying? I wouldn't say it's horrible. It's no. just not my cup of tea. It, I mean, I'm not really a good film critic, so honestly, I can't say if it's, you know, good film-wise, you know, movie-wise, but it's, honestly, it's just not my cup of tea. Just my dad said he was basically Running Man for, like, the teen generation. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. Running Man's a great flick. That's Arnold Schwarzenegger flick from the 80s. Uh, great movie. Yeah, you know, I can see why you'd say that. Why it's like Running Man. I mean, it's basically like Battle Battle. Oh, Battle. Well, yeah. yeah. But I enjoyed Hunger Games. There's something about the first Hunger Games that I found interesting. I enjoyed it because I got it free from my job. So. 
I saw it in theaters for free. Anderson's got this. Got it too. Theaters, theaters for free. But uh, I enjoyed the first. Did you like the first Hunger Games, Scott? That was alright. I mean, it wasn't exactly my cup of tea either, but. And you hadn't read the book either, so. Yeah. I hadn't read the book when I first saw it either, so. But I thought it was decent. I remember, I re- remember reading the book like right when it first came out, and I thought, and I knew that was going to be like next quote unquote big thing. I just haven't really been a big fan of teenagers saving the world. Well, they're not necessarily saving the world, I guess, are they? They're they're over. They're pretty much overtaking like a, a government. Gover- like a government uh, that is corrupt and I can see that. Yeah. And has been for how many was it? Seventy five years. Uh, yeah. Because that's when... The 75th Hunger Games is the one that happens yeah. now. Yeah, the uh, when, when, uh... Yeah, yeah um... I, I enjoyed the first Hunger Games. The second one looks really interesting to me. I really liked, and I cannot think of his name, uh, he played the, uh, TV host, the, the... What was his name? Oh my gosh. But, yeah, uh... I the really actor or the character? Either, the actor or character. Um, I really liked him. Because, well, I mean, that, that character wasn't really in the books, though, right? Yeah, he was. I mean, yeah. but not as big as he was in the not, No, but, I mean... Movie. They put him, like, on a pedestal so that they could... Oh, we got two people finding out. They could... Uh, we got a double looking up power here. Uh, Stanley Tucci. Stan- yes. Gosh, why I can't remember Caesar, that? Caesar... Caesar Flickerman. Yeah, Caesar Flickerman. I, why can't I remember? Come on, Ryan. But yeah, I, I liked him, and Philip Seymour Hoffman's going to be in the next Hunger Games, which I am very excited about, because I do like Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's a good actor. Um, Scott, how about you? See any movies or TV shows or anything you want to talk about recently? Not particularly. I haven't really been watching much. Yeah? He just got done with school and stuff, so I've been doing this. Movie-wise, I haven't really seen... Iron Man 3. I saw Iron Man 3. That's about it. I did enjoy it. Um, it was a fun superhero movie written and directed by Shane Black, the guy who wrote the first Lethal Weapon, which is a fantastic 80s action movie. And Iron Man 3 really had a lot of that 80s action movie feeling. I mean, the big thing for me was it was set around Christmas, which if you look at Die Hard and I believe Lethal Weapon set around Christmas. Is it? I think Does so. Does anybody know? I think so. Uh, mm-hmm. But a lot of, it seemed like, it seemed like a lot of those 80s action movies were set around Christmas, though, which I, I mean, I, it just kind of made, gave that feeling. Um, I thought, I, we all saw Iron Man 3, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really did enjoy it, though. You know, there was a lot of cool action scenes, particularly, uh, not really a spoiler, it's in the trailer, but the, the scene where they attack at Tony Stark's house, I thought was a really, really well done scene. Yeah, that was really cool. Uh, I thought that was a really neat action scene. I really like all of, like, the suits that came in. Yeah, this... Yeah, at the very at like the end, it was really cool. Not like being spoilers, but because it's in the trailer. But I thought that was really cool. And, yeah, like, how you would like switch through them. So it was cool. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. No, it's not I mean, spoilers. No, not spoilers. I'm saying it's kind of like a little iffy though on how oh, yeah. perfectly he could just jump off something hey. and have a suit. All right. Jarvis is for. I know Jarvis, but whatever. Well, if they were getting into the comics, it would be a little thing called extremists. It would help them do that. Oh, I know. They kind of changed that a little bit. That's right. You know, it's a movie. Oh, I know. I mean, you're talking about a billionaire who has a suit that flies around and has defeated aliens. And also has a piece of shot. Could have But anyways, there's a show I've been watching. I'm very excited for I've actually seen this once. I've been re-watching it. It's Arrested Development. Has anybody ever watched that show? No. I saw that was coming back. I edited a... 
on sale. That's fine. How much are the DVDs? I didn't pay attention. To the price. I'm assuming it's DVDs. Yeah. Have you ever seen it, Scott? I tried to get into it. I, I just doesn't really little, fit me. There's a lot of good like actors in it. I saw. Yeah, uh, there there is a lot of good actors. Um, What's it even about? Jason Bateman, George Blue Senior, owns the Bluth Company, which is a housing uh, development company, and uh, he basically gets in trouble and he gets sent to prison. And it's about the son Michael, who's played by Jason Bateman, trying to take over the company. And the family, Lindsay is a, is a sister, and Job is his brother. And their and his mom is really like they're always trying to go after the money and they're always trying to you know weasel him into it. And then uh, her sister is married to ex psychiatrist Tobias, who you know decides he wants to become an actor and it's just you know fails at it. And uh, it's it's really a funny show and it just follows them around in their day to day. Michael Sarah is in it. He plays he plays the son of Jason Bateman, and you know he has like a love. He's like in love with his cousin. You know, which, oh is, which is really bizarre. And always, but that show is so brilliantly written. You know, the first time I watched it, it, it instantly hooked me. And I watched it, you know, pretty much season one, two, three, like pretty much in a row. But when you rewatch it, it's almost better because you know what's coming. Because they play so much stuff in the episodes that leads up to like you know so, later episodes yeah. that it's that you don't catch it your first time. You know, you just think, oh, okay, you know. that's cool. But then, you know, it just blows by you. But then the second time you watch it, you're like, oh my god, they're referencing this, and this. you know, it's going to be in this episode. And then, they're, oh, they're, you know, they're talking about this, and you, you know more about it. Uh, it's a brilliant show. It's available on Netflix. The next season's coming in, uh, as of the time of this recording, I actually have a countdown for it. 11 days, 4 hours, 58 minutes, and 44 seconds. Uh, so you can figure out when we actually recorded this. But, um, yeah, I'm very excited for it. Season 4 is being released in Netflix exclusive. And uh, they just released a trailer for it, and it's just, it looks just like just as funny as this show. Um, I'm very excited for it. You guys should definitely check it out. If you guys have Netflix, I strongly recommend Speaking it. Speaking of Netflix, I've actually been watching uh, Justice League Unlimited on there. Oh, really? How's that? It's a pretty good TV show. It's got me back into DC Comics. I started actually buying a couple comics. Yeah, really? Yeah. What comics did you buy? Just Justice League? Uh, I bought some Teen Titans ones. I... Uh, New 52 or... New 52 ones. Just because I was curious how what the new ones were. And... I forgot what else I bought right off the bat right now. I was going to buy Green Arrow. Because he's one of my favorites. But I haven't yet. Did you get him at Acme? No, I got him on my app on my phone. Oh, digital comics. Digital. The wave of the future. Speaking of digital... Segway... A lot of good games came out recently, uh, some in the digital space. A game that I've been interested in is available digital only, uh, and I've been reading, there's been a couple articles, there's one released in At Gamer, and there was another one released in the previous Game Informer, but it's Payday the Heist 2. <laughs> Danny and I picked up Payday, we did. Scott did it, and Ryan, I don't play games on computers. Well, it's on, on PS3. 360 and PS3. Really? The second one is. First yes. one is on PS3, though. First one is, but it's supposed to be terrible on PS3. But uh, I was reading about it, and um, there's supposed to be a ton of new missions, of new ranging in time. Um, some are going to be really, you know, really quick in and out. Uh, others are going to take like a while to do. And I think that is so cool. And I, I cannot, I don't think I can stress this. Is probably one of my most anticipated games right now is Paint of the Ice Two. I forgot that was even coming out. Is there like any kind of release date info? Or They're saying summer. Summer. It's summer for a PC, and it's three sixty. Oh, if it does, I know what I'll be getting. Oh, definitely. Uh, are we going to be getting the PS3 or, PC. or Xbox 360 or PC, PC. version? Sorry, right. I'm not. I don't. I have no. 
interesting. So it's an incredible. If you don't know what Payday the Heist is, it's basically cops and robbers, but like in a Left 4 Dead 2 style game. Or Left 4 Dead 1, I guess. You do objectives as you go through and defend against the police and SWAT and right. steal stuff or money or yeah, you rob you rob you rob banks or you, you know in the first one there was only like five missions I think in well, the base game in the base game yeah there was there was five a, missions and then there was like two or three added as DLC yeah one, it, D, one DLC pack so but the way it sounds there's gonna be like sixty missions in this next game which I I just I think is incredible I don't know if that's variations on one level you know maybe there's like six levels and there's ten variations on each level or whatnot. But either way, that's going to be really cool, and I'm really excited for it. There isn't really much information released on it yet, but it is something that definitely I It's think, still being developed by the same people, right? Yeah, it's still being developed. They're, they got a ton more money because the first one did really well. Yeah, they So they, they got a lot more money to, to back it. So, uh, you know, and that's what they're saying. It's the console versions. The PS3 suffered from a lot of problems, the PS3 version, because I think they mainly just tried porting the PC version, which obviously PC games and console games, you know, especially first-person shooters, cannot really mesh because... You know, it's a lot harder to move your joystick than it is. It's not as responsive. I don't. <laughs> that being said, I still prefer console games. But anyways, they're they're working really hard on the console versions to make sure that the 360 and PS3 versions are up to par and are you know, you know they're adding an auto aim and stuff like that that is needed in console console gaming. So yeah. I'm really excited to see how the system versions, console versions are. That should be interesting. I'm kind of interested in trying out the console version to be completely honest. Yeah. Uh, Danny's not at all, but I I kind of am. I mean, I'm not a PC elitist or anything, but I just played the first one on PC, so I'm going to play the second one. See, but I think it would be we'd be able to get more people to play it on the console. I had a, enough people. I had you. I had uh, oh, that's my, true. Those other Steam friends. That's true. And Kyle played I mean, it. The first night Journal. we played it, yeah. And Aaron. We had, what, me, you, Aaron. General played for a little bit, I yeah, think. Yeah, it was Kyle. Yeah, General. And then my other couple friends. Had a quest. Mm-hmm. Eric Camera. Name dropping here on the podcast. Uh, here we're listening, Eric. There you go. If you do, if you do decide to check this out, I think it's available for only like fifteen bucks on Steam. And I would I would personally highly recommend it. Especially, I mean you need people to play it with. Uh, or else it's definitely better with people. Because the AI is not very good in the first one. Uh, it, it is tough and really you have to pretty much do everything. Yeah, it kinda, is what it does. They're just kinda just, there. You have to do all the, you know, specific, you know. Objectives. They are just pretty much there to help you fight. Right. And so, uh, if you have friends, definitely check it out. I cannot highly recommend Payday the Heist enough. I think it was, when we were doing Ready, Set, Reviews, our previous podcast, I think it was one of my top three favorite games. When we did our top three games of the mm-hmm. year. Uh, yeah, I think it was number three or something like that. But, uh... You got anything interesting, Scott? Any uh, games uh, you've played lately? Uh, you were excited about Bioshock earlier. Yeah, I played Bioshock Infinite. I'm, I'm not too happy about the ending. Thank you. Thank you for someone else. Really? Uh, yeah, no. not, not praising the crap out of it. I, since, no. we're, since we can't do spoilers, not, I'm not, not just saying you, it. Right? I'm just saying the rest I of the I didn't really praise the crap out of it. I just thought it was I guess I'm not saying you. It was, it was, I thought it was interesting. It made, it made you think. That's why I like it. Let's just say that makes everything you do... Pointless. Yeah. yeah. That's as far as I'm going to go into it. You know what? I think... We're going to put a spoiler tag on this right now. How long do you think we should talk about this? I'll insert it at a time. So, yeah, right, so right now I'll tell you when to skip ahead to the podcast right now. <laughs> skip ahead to 26 minutes and 44 seconds to avoid all Bioshock Infinite spoilers. And, because then we'll be done talking about Bioshock Infinite, 
But as of right now, I'm putting a hardcore spoiler warning on this, because we are going to spoil the hell out of Bioshock Infinite, because this is something that I really want to talk about. Um, so, Scott, what did you not like about the ending? Spoiler warning for all those <laughs> we watching. We got it, John. Spoiler warning. Go, Scott. The whole different timelines thing, like all these Elizabeths come and drown uh, Booker, Booker to make sure that he doesn't become Comstock, which doesn't really make sense considering it's only in one timeline that they do that, yet they all disappear. But yet at the end well, there, it's yeah, kind of mixing credits. all the timelines too, it feels like, too. Yeah, after the credits, you have this whole thing where you walk in the door because you hear, like, the baby crying or whatever. It's like, Elizabeth? So it makes you, th- makes you think that there's, like, a possibility that he could have a decent life with his daughter or whatever. Or that it fixed the timelines. Right. Yeah, but there's no explanation, I mean... I, I watched this show. It just uh, made me mad. I watched a show on Revision Three called Spoiled Games, and they were talking about this. And they all they all said that that they think that that ending scene is kind of a bone, you know, to throw at the player just to kind of give you a little bit. And, but it really doesn't have any true connection. Yeah, true effect on the game. I personally was a big fan of the ending, mainly because that that's something like the the idea of multiple universes is something that's always really interested me. Well, and I, the fact. Well, the Shyamalan twist was just like the first one, I mean, except it dealt with timelines instead of, like, who... Well, it still dealt with who the person was, but I mean, right. just dealt with multiple universes, I guess. But, um... Yeah, I really like... Because, see, the thing is, like, the way I see it is... If there is such thing as a multiple universe, wouldn't there be a first universe? Like, a but true that's universe? The thing, though, there's always so many different universes, how can you say which one's the original true one. Well, but if Elizabeth is able to control these universes, she, I, I mean, she might have some idea. And so they brought her, brought him back to that first point and ended him. So then, you know, the universe here, since he ended it, uh, you know, it couldn't branch out well, That's Yeah, that's basically the point of why she drowned him. If it right. actually branches, I mean, now we're getting into, like, philosophical shit, mm-hmm. I mean. Right. It doesn't, who says universes have to branch? We don't even know that you know, it's just right. I mean, it's just saying who knows if that even actually. And technically, in like, and like some some of those universes, Rapture doesn't even exist because if and the uh, doesn't become Comstock, exactly, he doesn't tell, he doesn't tell uh, Andrew, Andrew Ryan, Ryan to, make, to make Rapture, and also if there's no Elizabeth in these so in all these uh, universes. universes then there's no such thing as plasmids because plasmids aren't from sea slugs. They're from Elizabeth's DNA. 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 That's how. That's how. Uh, Which came from her being sucked through a dimension. Exactly. By losing her pinky. Mm-hmm. So that's just. It, I Basically, really, once you get into m- m- different dimensions, you're opening a can of worms for people to start thinking about shit to prove it wrong. Exactly. That's why I like the ending because it made you think. Like, by the way. Well, Random question, but who saw it coming that uh, Booker was uh, me, her, Elizabeth's me father? At the ver- at me at the very beginning. I, I didn't see it at all. At the very beginning. I, mm-hmm. Like how? Well, can, well, I kind of figured that he was going to be Comstock at the very beginning because of the parade. It should it gives you so many like things throughout it. Okay. Um, it says that he had a child. Well, I was like, well, that's Elizabeth. Right. And... I actually did not see... Well, I kind of saw the whole Booker Comstock thing coming, but I didn't really think it was going to happen. I kind of figured that that, towards the beginning. I was like, well... Okay. Yeah. I was just curious on that. 
I did not see that coming at all. That threw that that was, you know, and I'm not trying to brag or anything, but I can usually see twist endings coming. I mean, I antidote. I, I can usually predict like I've seen enough endings. Right. See, I was no. I was looking for it though because of the first Bioshock. See, I, was, I, I was looking for it, and I shouldn't have done it because it kind of ruined the experience for me. But you forgot about the end until I reminded you, anyways. But yeah, well, <laughs> uh, when I was playing it, though, I mean, that was like what three, four months ago. February yeah. came out. Yeah, a lot of shits happened during <laughs> <in> those times. <laughs> I see. I never played the first Bioshock. I've played enough of it to know it, and. Scott, you've been playing Bioshock Infinite. Uh, Back to the whole thing on universes, though. Yeah. Like, there's another game I played recently, though, called, uh, uh, what was on the DS, and it's called, uh, 999. Yeah, I've heard about nine that. Nine hours, nine doors, nine persons, something. One of those three combinations. Anyway, and that one kind of starts the whole, uh, multi-universe thing, but then the sequel to it, uh, Zero Escape, Virtue's Last Reward, I played on the Vita, and that one completely goes into multiple universes and even incorporates it into the gameplay mm-hmm. in that, not to like really spoil anything, but like whenever you get the various endings throughout the game, there's like what, I feel like 20 different endings oh, wow. based on your choices as you go throughout and when you get one of those endings you can basically go back, it shows you like a branching timeline and you can go back to specific points mm-hmm. in the story and choose something else, hmm. but it's, it's even that is incorporated into the story as jumping to different timelines. But, hmm. yeah, but that was a really enjoyable game that had to do with alternate timelines, and there's going to be another sequel to that coming out, supposedly, within the next year. For, for the Vita or...? Vita and 3DS. Interesting. The sequel was on both Vita and 3DS. Oh, really? The original was only on the DS, though. Huh. But yeah, that's I, that. Yeah, see, that's, that's something that really interested me about Bioshock, was the whole multiple universe thing. Uh multiple dimensions and stuff like that, and that's one of the things that I really liked about it, was because the ending did, for me at least, it really made me, it really just blew me away, and that does not happen to me very often. But, yeah. Okay. That's my thought on it. Are we done spoiling Bioshock? Yep. Alright, for those of you that skipped ahead, you just missed all the Bioshock Infinite spoilers. <laughs> Don't worry, you're safe. Go back and listen when you play Bioshock. Or not. Or not. Or not, yeah. It's up to you. This is a free country. Choose your own adventure. <laughs> you live in America. Yes. I love choose your own adventures. Do you guys fun. remember going a little off topic? Do you guys remember the choose your own adventure books? Oh yeah, I have. I had a few of them, but I never actually played them legitly. Like the books? Yeah. Okay. You what? Well, I guess you can kind of play. I mean, well, I, at least the one I had, you, like you could literally make your character in the beginning, and you'd start in the beginning, and you'd have to keep track of your hit points and your equipment and stuff. Whoa! You go through the. Detailed. It was. It was. I'll have to show you guys sometime next time you come over. I still have it. Definitely. But basically, you're like, you know, on page one, and you go, hey, do I want to go to the castle or go to the swamp? And turn to page 23. Yeah. It's only like about 300 pages. But anyway, it was an enjoyable. I, I, I never played it legitly because it was way too complicated for me. Yeah. But I just loved looking through it and seeing where all the different choices could lead you and. 
how screwed you get in various choices. Right. Yeah, I remember. Or how you'd get, have to get like perfect rolls or something. Mm hmm. So you rolled dice in it? That's part, well, that's part of the game, yeah. It was basically wow. Dungeons and Dragons, but in book form, I guess you could say. See, I remember one of those, but I think you're in like a haunted house, and it was like, oh, do you go up the stairs or do you go down the stairs? Turn to page 66. But those always confuse me because I always ended up forgetting which page to turn to, and I turned the wrong page. <laughs> so you like, oh, I'm going to go upstairs. The kitchen was filled with. Well, how did I get to the kitchen? <laughs> but, uh, God, I haven't seen one of those since. I'm going to have to show you guys that book next time we come over, though. But, anyways, go ahead. Going back to video games, uh, does anybody else, Ryan, do you have a video game that, you know, you've been playing, or? Not really, no. I'm eagerly anticipating what The Last of Us. That game looks terrific. Looks interesting. Yes. Yeah. Like Uncharted with zombies. I think there's going to be a lot more of it to it. A lot more of it. I hope so. That to it. A lot more so. to it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, Uncharted is a great game series. I just, just kind of wish they'd change Did a little bit formula. more, yeah, but... Oh, and also, uh, Metal, Gear, Metal Gear Solid Legacy Collection. I'm probably going to pick that up. Seeing as Rhino has never played I'm really not the Metal Gear. Him. Yes, I will. I have all summer. Yes, I will. When does that kill? When do you... <laughs> how many games do you finish? He finishes most... That's John that doesn't usually finish games. That's he finishes a lot of them. I mean, he's got a few that he hasn't finished, but... A few. Oblivion! <laughs> Zelda! Oblivion! <laughs> Zelda! <laughs> Zelda! 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 I'm not even going to get into that because I hated it. Okay. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, you know, another game. Metal Gear. Oh, Metal Gear, yeah. Talk about... Uh, I, I just can't wait. I, I really... I gave him a little, like, taste of it a couple weeks ago. Yeah, Like, was... played through, like, the first, like, hour of... Of, like, Two, digital. three, and four. And I really can't wait for... And Peace Walker. For, uh, the three. Because I think that's... I think that's three the best. Three is pretty much my favorite. Scott. I didn't know how to beat it for you. I beat it on my own since then, but that was the first time. <laughs> but, it's uh, not like I had to have you beat it for me. You just beat it while you were over at my house. You asked me to. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what is that going out for just the PS3? Just PS3. Do you know the date? No, they haven't released in like an actual date, but it's going to be in June. Do you know a price? Uh, 60 oh, That's not bad at all. So that's for, what, all four games. games? That's for all the One, two, three, four, three Peace Walker. Three oh, wow. is subsistence, so it has the original Metal Gear, Metal one, Gear two. 1 and 2. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's cool. Yeah. That's a cool case. Plus, I know there's, like, isn't really? there also, like, the digital comics, too? Yeah. came with it. And yeah, it has, like, two digital comics. It has VR missions, the one that no one played. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only issue I have with it, though, is they couldn't have at least, at least as far as I've heard, updated Metal Gear Solid 1 at all. Because yeah. it's definitely showing its age. Or at least compared to the Twin Snakes. But I know they couldn't get Twin Snakes because that's Nintendo. But I remember when I first saw Metal Gear Solid, it was one. It was on the PS1. And it was over at a, an old neighbor's house. And he had it. I remember playing it, and I was terrible at it. <laughs> Nothing's really changed. I'm still pretty awful at stealth games. Me and Scott usually like stealth. You know, another game that I've kind of, I've started, I'm not very far, I'm only about an hour into it, is Assassin's Creed 3. Uh, I still haven't been that, actually. I have. Surprisingly. I picked it up for the Wii U, and, uh, you know, I can't, I don't really want to, I don't really want to, the Wii U. <laughs> I've been playing my Wii U a lot recently, between, well, because my Xbox Live expired, so I've been using Netflix on the Wii U a lot, uh, I've been going back and finishing New Super Mario Brothers U. How far are you getting on that? I think I have three levels left, and then I have three, not three levels, three, three worlds. worlds, yeah. 
And the special world on two after him. And the special world, yeah. So four time. So I've been playing uh, Assassin's Creed 3. So far I'm liking it. I mean, I'm still, I haven't gotten to Counter Story, so I'm really not far into it at all. One of the things that I've been doing with it is I've been playing with the Pro Controller. Which, uh, the Wii U Pro Controller, if you don't know, basically... It's an Xbox 360 controller. Except for the, the sticks are both on the top of the plane uh, of the controller. And, uh, you know, I've played with it. You know, we played Zombie U. We, we played multiplayer uh, with that, which has a fun multiplayer, by the way. But, uh, and I, but I didn't really play extended periods for it. I mean, this I played pretty much an hour, you know, straight. And the Pro Controller, I must say, is something that is really, really comfortable. Like, you know, playing extended periods with it, it, it really, you know, because the PS3 controller, and this is kind of the one thing that's making me kind of iffy on the PS4, is the fact that, you know, I'm not a big fan of the DualShock. The, I feel like the control sticks are really too close. Feels fine for me. Yeah, it feels fine for me, too. I just don't have meaty hands, I guess. <laughs> I, yeah, you don't have the meaty hands like John, I do. I feel the same way, actually. I feel my, I sometimes feel my thumbs like hitting each other. But actually. then again, you remember Kyle, uh, General, how he absolutely hates the Xbox controller. Yeah, but, yeah, that's true. But see, you say, oh, I don't know how he doesn't like it. Well, it's all It's practice. the same way, you know, for us. I mean, me and Scott both prefer the PS3, right? DualShock. I don't... But, I'm not saying I don't... I prefer... Right, I'm just saying that's the way he the is. original Xbox controller. <laughs> oh, was that was legit. The Duke <laughs> Xbox controller, greatest controller of all time. I enjoyed time. the GameCube one. Brick. Second, Net 64. N64 is uh, too good. N64 was a terrible I love that. <laughs> really? It, yeah. You couldn't hold the whole controller in your hands at one time. Uh, yeah, but it, I love your alternate uh, configurations. <laughs> no, I agree. It was a weird design, but but anyways, uh, it worked. The Wii U Pro Controller. I've been really, you know, it's really comfortable. And if you guys ever, if you guys own a Wii U, I suggest and you own like Assassin's Creed Three or Arkham City or one of the, or Darksiders, one of the games that uses it. Um, you know, definitely pick it up and try it out because it is really neat. Like, I don't even, when I play that game, I don't even know why I'd play with the gamepad. You know, I mean, it's just so comfortable. Uh, you know, and the gamepad really doesn't add much. The, the, you can, can play just on the gamepad, which is pretty cool to do, you know, to just be laying there playing on the gamepad. Or I had the Bulls game going one night, and I was playing a little. <laughs> <laughs> not not going to get into that, but, uh, and I was playing, you know, on the gamepad while, you know, listening to the Bulls game. and it's pretty, it's really cool, and that's one of the cool things about the Wii U, is the fact that you don't need the TV to play it, and, I mean, I really use that feature a lot. The only issue with the Wii U is there's, like, no games for it. That's true, but there is games coming. Well, first There is things coming, yeah, but you have Lego, at the moment. You have Lego City Undercover, which came out recently, which I've been really wanting to try. You have Pikmin coming out. You know they're going to be releasing Mario, Zelda, and well, I mean, yeah, Earthbound's coming Wind out. Wind Waker HD. Hooray. Too bad it's a graphical generation behind. But, uh... Which one? It's, it's uh, caught up to the current generation. That's what I'm saying. It's a generation behind. <laughs> but that's the thing about Nintendo. The Wii was behind. I mean, granted, the Wii, in my opinion, wasn't a, what it wasn't a very good system. I mean, it was good in what it did, but it wasn't. It sold the most. But, <laughs> well... Uh, it catered to the casual the most gamer. dust. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... But for a hardcore gamer, yeah, it collected the most dust, for sure. But I think the Wii U is, you know, they're, they're doing it as an, oh... They're innovating. You know, I mean, you buy a Wii U, you have everything you need. Well, I mean, except for, like, Wii modes and stuff like that if you don't have a Wii. But, uh, you know, and I feel like Microsoft and Sony, in their next generation of consoles, are going to try and import, uh, like, tablet controls, which really, I have no interest in getting a tablet at all. Uh, you know, I never saw the point in getting an iPad. I mean, yeah, they're cool, and I can see it. Well, I can see it if you're, like, um, 
you know, somebody who, had, who needs a lot of files and stuff like that, or like a doctor, you know, who has, you know, something that you can easily have everything in, you know, in your hands. I see no point of having see, an iPad. Yeah, but like, like, a regular person does not need an iPad. With my, like, <coughs> I see no interest in it because my phone is just basically a smaller version of a tablet because I have a smartphone. Well, think of it this way: phones are getting bigger and bigger, and tablets are getting too. smaller and smaller. They're yeah. the same thing. So, mm -hmm. oh, but, but they already pretty much are. But uh, size difference. Can't talk on the tablet. FaceTime. Well. Anyways. <laughs> sure, you don't have a phone number, but. But going to the next generation of systems, I think it's pretty much confirmed. I mean, not really because well, it's confirmed on the 360, so we're assuming it's going to carry over that there will be tablet support on Xbox's, Microsoft's next what? system, which is uh, currently, which is under the codename Durango. Uh, a lot of rumors are saying it's called the Xbox Infinity. Whatever that means. We'll find out next Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday that's being announced, and we're going to talk We're going to talk about it on the podcast. I mean, I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. Uh, we'll be exhausted, but we're going to talk about it. <laughs> that's from the amount of news that we will be receiving. Uh, no, but, what you know, Really quickly, what are some things you guys... There's been a lot of rumors that have come out about the next Xbox. Uh, you know, the fact that it might be always online. Um, you know, and there's been a lot of things saying, like, oh, that that Microsoft's really trying to push the system ahead and, and developers are, you know, like six months behind on developing games for it and stuff like that. So there might not be, you know, any, you know, a lot of games for you know, a while. Like the Wii U. Like, like the Wii U, yeah. But, um... So, what are your guys? And there's, I mean, there's tons of reports saying it's. I mean, it's. I'm pretty sure it's going to use Connect a lot. Oh yeah, uh, it's pretty much been confirmed. It's continuing Connect. So, what do you guys? Version. So, what do you guys think? You know, uh, what are you guys hoping for in the next Xbox? You know, what is there anything that you guys are hoping for? Or hoping Microsoft delivers? They're just going to have to deliver something big because hey, I have no interest right now. It's not even game wise either. Yeah. I mean, Xbox Live is still costing. You know, when PS, you know, I'm sure they'll raise the price for that too. Yeah, right. oh, absolutely. When PS3, you know, sure, uh, PlayStation Plus, you know, costs, you know, a month, but, but you it, don't, you don't you need don't it for games. It, and they give you deals. And they give you deals. See, that's they the, even give you free games. You know, like that change up like every month or so. That's the one thing I really like about PS PlayStation Plus, which is the one thing. You know, like you said, I mean, Xbox Live. My Xbox Live expired, and I have no urgent need. Mine's about to. And and, I'm not really gonna run. At least at the moment. Right, and, and really the only thing that I could see, uh, you know, I, if PlayStation 4, if they keep the free online, even if they don't keep free online, but if they keep the discounts and like free games going and I still have to pay 50, 60 bucks a year, I wouldn't have any problem with that because I feel like I'm actually getting something. You know, when, with Xbox Live, it's like, oh, I can't get into party chat. I feel like that's something I should just get for free. And, oh, you can I already, still like get in private chats with people too. You can still get in private chats, but, but that's, that's just with one person though. Still, there isn't party chat on PlayStation. There is not party chat. On See, that's the one thing that I hope PlayStation does is they incorporate some sort of party chat. But uh, and you can't play the games online, which is just so frustrating. I feel like Xbox Live, like I don't get my use out of. I mean, I I feel like that it's not worth the money to get Xbox Live. Almost. I mean, yeah, I I, I feel like it's all stuff that I pay for is stuff that I should just get. Well, you know, I mean, for these free. last couple months, you know, like me and Ryan have been playing a lot of Xbox mm -hmm. Live and. You know, we've been playing a lot of Mass Effect, and recently Rhino just got Left 4 Dead, and he's been playing with us. Mm -hmm. I've been playing with my friend from Tennessee, and also Kyle, Kyle Thomas. Thomas. Mm -hmm. We've been playing a ton with him. We did Injustice with him, and 
Left 4 Dead and Mass Effect. I mean, we were the reason that made him get Mass Effect 3. He didn't play any of the others, mm -hmm. but he got it just so he could play multiplayer with us. Started up 3. I know, right? But <laughs> Did you like the ending? He God, I hope not. No, <laughs> yeah, but then again, he still didn't play the extended cut either. smack a bitch if he did. <laughs> well, with the extended cut, it actually made it a little better. Just uh, but you have probably done the extended cut. I have seen it. Yeah? yeah. But the Citadel DLC was nice. The last DLC. I didn't yeah. see that, but I'm sure it was, I'm sure it was nice. It, it was. But, yeah. Okay. I'm just leaning more towards a PS4 right now. But then if, again, that's, we know a lot of information about if, this too. Well, I'll just say this. If, X, if Microsoft doesn't blow me away next Tuesday, I'm getting a PS4. And you know what? Uh, like physically blow you? Yes, like physically... Yes. Oh, interesting. This, uh, again, on Revision 3, uh, Adam Sessler was talking about it. He's a game journalist. He was on X-Play for a number of years. Um, he's now working over at Revision 3. He was talking about it, and he said that he thinks that, that this Tuesday event, he wouldn't be surprised if this Tuesday event was more for um, just kind of showing off the system and showing it as a casual front and using E3 as the games. Speaking of E3 really quick, did you hear that Nintendo's not having a conference this year? I did, and I'm so That's disappointed. Kind of, I'm not. Why? It's a good idea for them. Because this way they can focus completely on their other side things and not have to fund the money for the stupid big production that no matter what, people are going to hate on, at least to a certain extent. See, I like the big stupid production, though. <laughs> well, I mean, I like it too, but it's good for them as a company, and... For the future of them, because can they can focus more on all their individual, you know, like their game, you know, like previews and their behind the scenes, right. you know, game stuff, without having Another to party fund the huge amount of money but and the are, production. They are the showing show. Pokemon. Well, one thing that I hope the next Xbox have is some new IPs. I mean, I think it's only a matter. Of, I mean, no matter what system I choose to get, I'm going to end up getting both of them eventually down the road. Eventually, I mean, I, I'm sure most of us here will. You know. Um, Maybe. 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 There'll probably be something on one of the two that'll make me want to get it eventually. Right. So. But, um, I, they need new IPs. I mean, Microsoft is really struggling in that area. I feel like there's nothing... We get Halo. Halo 4 was terrific. Um, you know, but it's, it's basically, basically post-apocalyptic games is the only thing on the Xbox. Like, the only exclusives. And Forza. What? And what game? Forza. What's that? The racing Sorry. game. I know, I'm kidding. In, in Gears. Well, it's a post-apocalyptic oh, game. Oh, okay. And, That's, and Gears is so, like... I think Gears is out of its time. It has. I it, hope so. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's just... It's I mean, just I so didn't even really play, play the last two, but... Three was okay. The community... The, uh, the community on it was horrible. A lot of... There's a lot of rumors saying that Respawn... I believe it's Respawn's game. Or next gen game, which respawns led by Jason West and Vince Z Zap Zapala, um, the guys who created, basically helped in creating the Call of Duty franchise. They made Modern Warfare one and two, and um, were fired from Activision. Oh, those guys. Yeah, I know, I know you're talking. About. And uh, supposedly their post-apocalyptic first-person shooter is coming exclu exclusively to the next Xbox, which I think is just kind of like you know Microsoft, you don't get it. I mean, after saying that, you look at Sony, and they're doing really creative things. You know, you have the Uncharted franchise, which is basically Indiana Jones, you know, and, and you have God of War, 
you know, which is a franchise I'm not really big in, but it, it's something that's getting old. It, it is getting old. But what I'm saying is that Sony has like a whole plethora of franchises, and they're not afraid to take they risks. They to everyone. Yeah, yeah, and they're not afraid to take risks. I mean, just look at Beyond. I mean, you talk about such a, like, what looks like such a unique and, like, niche kind of game, but it's so interesting, and, and that's something that I don't think Microsoft would ever consider doing. Well, the thing with Microsoft, I think, with all the shooters, is that they see that it sells, and that's right. what they're worried about, is making money. Right. It's, mainly. I mean, no matter what, at the very bare minimum of it, every company is looking to make money. Yeah. Sure, some are, you know, some cater more towards their fans and try to please the fans, but mm -hmm. the bottom line, make money. And shooters sell, no matter what. Oh, I mean, I mean assuming, it's, goes. assuming it's a good one. Yeah. Or I, a popular one. Yeah. yeah uh, aliens, Clone of Marines, that should have uh, sold. Don't rub salt in the wounds, <laughs> Danny. Uh, but it's still sold. For those of you who don't know and want a good laugh, I bought the collector's edition of that game. <laughs> it's okay to laugh. I bought it day one, it. so not the collectors, but I still bought it day one. I rented it, thanks to the lore. That is the most expensive <laughs> turd I've ever purchased. You got that sweet statue, though. I did get a cool a cool statue of uh, the power loader with the xenomorph attacking it. It's cool. Yeah. It's not $100 cool, though. Anybody have any closing comments on the Infinity? Or the Durango? Well, we'll have more next week, I'm sure. I hope you're free. Service, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's well. Maybe they should just give us the console and pay us to play it. Well, supposedly. Cool. Yeah. Supposedly, you're gonna have you can you're gonna be able to buy the, the next uh, system for three hundred dollars and pay fifteen bucks a month for two years. That's bullshit. Sounds good. Sounds like a great plan, Microsoft. You sold me. That's bullshit. Well, this has been the first ever episode of the Turkey Cast. Thank you for listening in. Make sure to like us on Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash Turk, A-T-U-R-K-E-H. Also subscribe on YouTube. Productions. Also subscribe on YouTube. Um, same name. Okay. YouTube.com slash Turk Productions. I know how to spell it now. And, uh, you know, email us if you have any questions or want to just contact or us. Or comment on any of our videos. Or comment on, yeah. Or if the Facebook page. Right. You know, if you want to, our best direct line to us, because is really anywhere, you can private message us on Facebook. But uh, you can email us also. We do have an email account. Turkey Productions. How many things do we have? At gmail.com. We have an email, Facebook, and YouTube channel. <laughs> and a MySpace. We do have a MySpace? <laughs> MySpace.com slash Turkey Productions. Wow. No, we don't, but I should invest in it. <laughs> <laughs> so this has been the first ever episode of the Turkey Cast. Thank do you we guys. have a Twitter? No, we don't have a Twitter. Do we have a Tumblr? We do not have a Tumblr. What the hell, John? <laughs> I have dropped the ball. Next week we're going to have a Twitter and a Tumblr yes. and, a, and a LinkedIn. And we'll a throw a LinkedIn, LinkedIn in there. Yeah, we'll throw a LinkedIn yeah. there. And a MySpace? MySpace, yes, we'll have a MySpace. Um, yes. So make sure to follow us on every single social media site <laughs> ever created. Uh, <laughs> make sure to dig us on dig.com. Google Plus. Google Plus will be on Google Plus. <laughs> but yeah, so th thank you guys so much for listening to this. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we hope you had a good time. Make sure to tune in next week. So thank you guys so much for listening. And I'm John. I'm Ryan. I'm Daniel. I'm Scott. Signing out. Take it easy, guys. Have a happy life day. Happy life day.